Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy? Presented by Blatant God. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf, an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface, and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf. That's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. Welcome back to Who's Your Caddy? Chief here. Um, still home. Finally got the old COVID last week. Uh, stinks for sure. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, but you know what? Got a couple trips upcoming in the summer. So if I was going to get it, got it now. Pretty much over it. Uh, so that's good. Glad to be back on this week. The Memorial, another, uh, you know, as the summer goes on, I kind of mentioned it. It's going to be tough to do this. Uh, we have travel obligations, um, starting to full force plan the wedding. So, you know, when I have time, I'll definitely do this, share my thoughts. I love uh, being part of the community and giving you guys whatever advice I might have, good or bad. I'll always be honest with you and, and give you the best I can. So this week, the Memorial, one of the best tournaments of the year, Jack's Place, Dublin, Ohio, uh, Muirfield Village. What a what a great, tough test of golf. We've seen the cream of the crop rise here, milkshakes and everything. So, uh, you know, last week, Charles Schwab, Sammy the Bull, man, what a, what a winner. Straight up winner. Goes all the way back to when we saw him play with Tiger at Bay Hill. He, he's, a, he's a grinder champion looked okay the first few days and then just came on sunday especially bombed another long putt just like valspar uh to take it from scotty in the playoffs so very impressive he's not playing this week a few big name omissions uh so dj was off in the bahamas on mdw so he's not going to make the trip um but you know still a top tier field obviously last year rom had the uh the infamous COVID positive test and had a leave with a six stroke lead on Saturday uh, and can't lay one in a playoff over Morikawa for the second time. So uh, those two guys are back. They love this field. Um, but if we just dive straight into the pricing, I'll tell you right now, there are one or two other guys up top that I like significantly more. And, um, you know, frankly, I, I can't wait to see this week unfold. It's really a great watch. And, uh, you know, most importantly, shout out to, to those who have served us, the veterans, you know, on this Memorial Day and those that we've lost, you know, very, very tough thing. I'm sure they'll do stuff at Memorial Jack and, and his team are very pro America, which is nice. So um, hopefully we can celebrate them this week as well. <clears throat> All right. <coughs> I have to excuse me. The voice is still getting back. Um, but we're going to dive right in now. So let's see. Here we go. Rom, I do think there is a bit of vengeance narrative after last year, maybe a lot. Uh, still kind of a little up and down this year, but 
I think he's been seething to get back here. Uh, so I'm going to have to sprinkle him. Uh, say, you know, can't lay again. Just loves this course. Coming off the MC, huge popular miscut at the players. Uh, excuse me, the PGA. But that was two weeks ago now. So maybe some people forgot about it. But I think you got to also sprinkle him. The two of them sprinkle. But just in, to me, again, I'm a guy of law of averages. Doesn't always work out for sure. But, you know, when a guy has several wins, so – between Rahm and Cantley, they've won what four of the last five of these. So, like, I gotta think that um, there's going to be a new winner to, to me this year. Um, you never know, though. Again, I I would favor Rahm over Cantley just after what happened last year. Uh, no, sorry, they've won. Th- yeah, it should have been four. Okay, they've won three out of the last four here. Uh, yeah, so that's crazy. But I like two other guys up top better. So I'll just tell you, more cow. I'm not playing. Something's still missing with him, I think. And I know he won the work day here and lost in the playoffs. So he obviously loves the course. His putter is off. And I, I just he's he's still searching. So for that price, if I don't think he's going to win, I can't really play him. Uh, but I can hammer both Rory and the X-Man. Rory at 10-9. Again, has lurked a ton here. Winning this tournament is important to the top-tier players. We know how much it meant to Tiger and other guys of, uh, you know, upper echelon status on tour over the years. So I think it really, really is one that Rory needs and surprisingly hasn't done it yet. I just want to double check that. Yeah, no, he's got several top finishes, but uh, at least back to 2013, don't think he's won here. So that's big for me playing well, had a couple of run-ins masters was leading the PGA. It looked like that could work out for him. So Maybe a little taste of vengeance uh, in Rory's palate this week. We'll see what happens. But Xander, again, just it's it's so time for him. He knows he knows the story about not winning a real event, quote unquote, uh, by himself. He fits. He's got one, two, three. Okay, miscut his first time here in 2018. Since then, including the workday, he's got four T14s or better in each start. Um has yet to have a top 10, so he's in the lower team. But every time since then, I think it's time for a breakthrough victory for him. And I think this could be it this week. So I'm, I'm heavy on the X-Men. I'm usually not an X-Men guy, uh, but I'm going to have to be this week. So I'm on him. Cam Smith, very weird. Classic case of shitty course form meets outstanding current form. I usually favor current form, even though I'm more course history than some others in general. I do think how a guy's playing right now can translate to any course, but he, there's something about this place, I guess, that doesn't catch his eye. And it's extremely weird because over the years, you know, arguably the two biggest, most important stats are approach the green, which is usually one no matter what. And then for this course, you know, uh, par five, per year better on a difficult course, um, extremely important. And it's shown that over the years, he's currently first in both of those categories this season. So, uh, maybe this is the year that Cam Smith figures it out. I'm not so sure about it. He, I mean, definitely this guy is ready for a major. This is this is a top 10 tournament of the year, no doubt. So I, I like him. I, I like this range quite a bit, actually. Go, starting with him in the upper nines, going down to Spieth. Again, just been ready, been ready for a while. Already has the win this year as a runner-up at Pebble. Uh, you know, so I, I think, I mean, again, Spieth, like what, why would I not go back to him at this point? Uh, again, similar to Rory, has a lot of nice finishes here, plays here pretty much every year, and hasn't won yet. 
So to be there shaking Jack's hand on 18 come Sunday, you know, he's getting up there. God forbid, uh, you know, any health issues or whatever. But for these guys, these elite players have, have one chance maybe to do it and win it for Jack. Uh, you know, I think that's very important to them. So that's there. And what other better way would there be for Willie Z to finally break through and get that elusive first win? Remember how long it took Scotty to get it and then what happened after <laughs> earlier this year? So Willie Z at 94, hammer away. I think uh, I know the short putting and whatever is, is difficult, but uh, I'm willing to hope that some of those putts roll his way. Uh, only played here once a few years back. I don't know if he probably was an amateur at that point, miscut, and I'm not worried about it with him. Uh, has lurked at plenty of big boy tournaments where he doesn't have enough track record on paper. So I'm, I'm okay with him and uh, better than okay. I think I like him a lot. Now, Hovland and Hideki, two just great ball strikers. No reason for them not to lurk. Hideki's one year, great year overall. Going to sprinkle them both, um, as well as Fitzy and Lowry, who are going to be popular, but just playing too well and uh, blips of good history at this course. Can't fade. Can't really find reasons to fade. Um, maybe they don't have such win equity, uh, but still, I mean, at pretty much 9,000 flat, I'll definitely take a T5 from them and, and be very happy with that. Sung Jay not going to do it. Not good form at this course. Was pretty good last week coming back uh, from whatever the COVID situation was overseas. But I'm not going to go there again. There's just too many guys I like. I like the three young guns underneath them. Cam Young, uh, Davis Riley, who, if you remember, was our sicko special at PGA for T13. Followed that up with a nice T4 last week. Looked like he was going to win uh, potentially at Charles Schwab down there in the Lone Star State. Uh, but imploded on the back nine. Still ends up with T4, so nice finish for him again. Just him and Cam Young, two young guys along with Willie Z, most ready to win their first tournament, I would say. But wedged between them is Max Homa, who I've had circled for, for weeks now. And he, again, took me a while to warm up to him, but much like Sammy Burns, high win equity. Uh, really love him. Tough, bent courses, Riviera, Quail Hollow. You know, he wins at these big board tracks. Uh, and I think, you know, <laughs> coming off his second Wells Fargo, I think that Homa is prime and definitely could see him win this week. Right after Sammy B, too. The two of them have been kind of going back to back uh, with the wins the last year and a half, two years. So kind of like him a lot this week. Berger, I'm fading. Uh, just not really. Something's a little off with him. Watched a lot of him uh, in Texas. Just like struggling to to make birdies, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little worried. I don't know what's going on with him. Corey Connors, I'd like to come back if he had a better track record here. I would. Gutted me like a stale fish at Southern Hills. It was one of my top plays, and just you know, I, I I stuck with him in the bad win draw, and it didn't work out. He's not a good win player, uh, so that was disappointing. And I'm gonna probably keep fading him here. Same with the Prophet, unfortunately, uh, as much as I like him. Again, killed me last week. It doesn't mean I wouldn't go back to him, but just, again, doesn't have exactly what I'm looking for at this course. Uh, but Joaquin Neiman certainly does. His history is a little bit speckled here. Um, but, again, I'm going to take the current form over anything else. A lead on Bentgrass, uh, you know, one at Riviera earlier this year, which I'm using as a comp as well as Augusta, where he played well, uh, played well at PGA. Just solid, difficult, long bent courses. Uh, BMW a couple of years ago. Neiman's shown that he can he can stand there. I think eighty three is a very fair price. Probably a little low, quite honestly. Uh, like why is he lower than Corey or Berger? Don't really understand or even him. I think 
thinking image should be more around that Fitzy Lowry $9,000 range. So at a discount, got to hammer him. Uh, Keegs, you know, we've seen his success in the Northeast. Love him, local guy, obviously. Uh, his wins at Aronimink and some other places up here. Should bow well for the first time the tour goes, I think, north of the Mason-Dixon line this year. Uh, or pretty. It's been the south and the west pretty much the whole year so far. So finally we get some golf up here. I wish we had more, but, uh, you know, this is a phenomenal track. And going to sprinkle him. Got to sprinkle Mito again, 8,000. I mean, it took me a while to warm up to him, but there's no denying. Love his bounce back last week in Texas after the PGA debacle on 18. Uh, but, I mean, 8,000, the way Mito's playing, I should be a thousand more probably that could be the first monday misprice we'll say you know it's tuesday but uh patrick reed underneath him uh is gonna get immortal hammered this week 7900 finally got rid of that driver and uh it's been striking the ball really well i mean he's got a fifth and a tenth year his last two lurked in texas said he's feeling better one of those things where if it goes wrong i'll just chalk it up to a difficult course and maybe him not being 100 percent back but 7900 criminal misprice for for captain america here utter hammerment for me famous Seamus uh and billy ho kind of on the fence about both of them you know they've they've shown that they can play good courses Seamus hasn't played here uh billy has with pretty well you know well played results was good api so billy ho makes some sense but i didn't like what i saw last week out of him he's, he's just a little too fidgety uh around the green off the tee he'll be fine but Again, if I like Patrick Reed that much, I'm just going full hammer on him. And if I'm not totally sold on the guys flanking him, I'm not doing it. I'm just going full bore, you know, enough enough spreading out the wealth. I'm just going who I like. And I like Cooch, too, a lot. Great record here on Jack Courses in general. In form, played great during the Texas swing. Um, 7,800. So I'm going hard on Cooch and Reed there uh, in, in that range. Now, going down to the mid-sevens, Bryson not doing it. I just I know he's been saving up, but I I got to see it first. I got to see it first. Adam Scott has a really nice, again, record here. I'm using a hard correlation to the Honda Classic where he's won. Uh, so like him, this live thing is somewhat problematic. I'm still waiting for the field to be announced like everyone else. So we'll see what happens. He's probably going to be the headliner. That's not going to be good for him, uh, but we'll see what happens. Chris Kirk's hitting the ball really well. Again, lurked at API correlation course um so we're gonna sprinkle the two of them probably jason day hammer uh 7600 member here probably the most well-known member uh we've seen signs of it this year playing better here and there i think he's been saving up for this tournament i just have a feeling um so i'm going ham on on day man fade and see whoop are usual uh the wise man i'm gonna play a little bit usually don't but just Checks boxes, T20 here last year, like that. I think it's actually T9. Uh, Leash Doggy, again, great record uh, here in Nicholas courses in general. 7,500. Like, again, we always get Leash and Day and Scott. The three Aussies seems like they're always in the mid sevens and they always overperform at these big deploy events. So I'm going back to well with them. Storm and Norin can't do it, much like Connors killed me at the PGA and really no reason why I would go back to him at this point. I got to see it first. Uh, Gary Woodland was maybe my last guy in on the fence about him, but there's actually three guys in here, four, five. Wow, weird. I'm, this is this is kind of crazy. I'm seeing this right now. So going down mid to low sevens. I'm going to tell you who I don't like first, and then I'll tell you why I like all the other guys, and they're kind of all the same reason. Uh, well, they have one common trait. 
So while Tringale and Hoagie and Cage Lee not playing them, uh, Hoagie killed me last week. Tringale, I never play. And Cage Lee, I like at easier courses. So I'm not playing them. Gary Woodland, Mad Dog Mitchell, the Austrian Bulldog, a.k.a. Sepp Straka, Tropical Storm Lahiri, <laughs> and Ricky Fowler. What do those five players have in common? Um, let's see. Well, they all have either won or played very well at the Honda Classic, which I've said is a course that I think is very correlated to this as a Nicholas design, uh, where driving off the tee is paramount. All these guys can do that pretty well. Ricky has shown signs the last few weeks. He's warming up a little bit. I know I'm a Ricky guy, but be careful. Lahiri, four for four made cuts here. We love it. Sep, Keith Mitchell. Sepp won the Honda this year over Lowry and Berger, remember, with the rainstorm on 18. And Keith Mitchell won it a few years back. Two great drivers of the golf ball, Georgia Dogs. Um, they know how to win big boy events. And, yeah, Gary, just again, uh, just fits great on Nicholas Designs. So those five Honda Classic correlations and the low – on the 75 and under, we'll say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, interesting. So, yeah, that that uh, is very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, Luke List I like. Let's, let's go down. We're going ahead towards the cigar range. Going to pepper, pepper a decent amount. Um, not a ton I like down here. Some guys I, I'd normally play, but just either health concerns or, or recent form are going to make me suspect. Luke List, I'm going to play. I'm going to play a little bit of Luke List. He gained one of the best, maybe the best round of his career. I think I, I heard that this week. I had to verify off the tee. Just couldn't putt at the PGA. So guy hits the ball like that off the tee at this course. It should work out pretty well. A couple other guys down here now in the sicko. Uh, well, still at 7,000. Lucas Herbert, the Aussie, T18 last year, first attempt. We love to see that at a new tough course for him. Um, Finally, last week, made the cut, whatever. It was was decent at the PGA as well. It's kind of when I penciled him in for this week. Um, and then Russell Knox, usually hate him, but Romeo's guy, you know, he's been playing pretty well. Again, looked good in Texas last week. Had him on Sunday in showdown. It didn't work out, uh, but he played well. So 7,000 for another guy, Honda Classic. And speaking of Ryan Palmer, uh, really like, you know, come on. He really, I, I put him in, I think, 95% of my lineups, my 25 or six lineups last week. Um, looked pretty promising on the front nine. I think he held a share of the lead Thursday, uh, per usual for him in Texas, but also per usual, slipped back on the weekend. Um, you know, hung around, it was okay, T30 or 40. Um, so I'm sticking with him. I think there's a brighter future ahead for him. Uh, was second here at Aram last time. So if you believe in that Rom palmer correlation like we've seen at Torrey and other places, I'd consider just doing a light sprinkle on him again this week. I'm sticking with him until the end. We'll see what happens. And he made me nervous last week. He was starting to lurk, but I'm not doing it again. Just off the tee game is a little too erratic for me. But Puraj, one of Romeo's uh, original sons, and old Streel Doggy, the two of them have had some nice, nice track records here and around some Jack Nicholas designs. So I'm going to sprinkle them as well as Brendan Steele, 6,600, a guy who I marked a few weeks ago um, for this course. Great driver of the golf ball. Again, Honda Classic. 
guys like that, I'm I'm going pretty pretty ham on this week. Uh, and there's a lot of guys in this field that have played well there. Johnny Vegas is somewhat interesting. I kind of glossed over him. What has he been up to? Let's see. Um, Johnny V. Hmm. Let's see. Just trying to find him here. Eh, terrible record here. All right, I'm not doing it. Continuing on, uh, Molinari's sneaky. Molinari, Pat Perez playing really well. Um, Minwoo Lee is a guy I like. Uncle Lucas Glover, Midwest guy. One of Beth Page, obviously. Long, difficult, bent course. Bent Poe, I guess, at Beth Page. A uh, few other guys in the low sickle range we will mention. See Heath. 65, liked him, was good here on his first attempt. Neesmith, again, another guy approaching the green. We like him. Hideyama, he might find his way into a lineup. Looked good again last week besides the Sunday implosion. And then all the way down, let's see, a few names I've highlighted here. Probably we'll put in one or two lineups. Nothing crazy. Oh, Danny Boy, Danny Willett, 6,200. Grio, 62, again, success, um, Spotted success here in the past. Three missed cuts the last three times, but he's playing better. Kind of like target guys that have had success in the past and then are playing better than they had the last few years. Maybe they'll find that little fountain of youth. Ryan Moore is playing on his last major medical, and he chose here to play, which is kind of crazy, but just goes to show how much he likes the course. So maybe you want to putt him. Strokes game putting him, the group chat. 6,200 lurked a little bit last week, poked his head in again. The iron just starting to heat up, I say. So, you know, great bent putter, 6,200. Like him, Justin Lauer, really tough story for him growing up. A local guy was reading about that and may want to put him in a lineup. Duff Daddy, I may put in one out of respect for the member here. Uh, you know, not doesn't have the upside, but can, can he T20 possibly here? I think he can uh, at 6,100. And finally, the last two guys, Sam Ryder, snuck in the field after withdrawal. A really good record at Nicholas Courses for whatever reason. Florida guy, so, you know, again, talk about the Honda and other places. He's had experience on and some success, so we like him. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Jack's, you know, not related, but pretty much grandson, Bo Hogue, 6,000 flat, T13 last year. This is his, this is his master's. Uh, his his grandpappy was BFFs with Jack, helped design this place. Obviously, member plays here all the time. So for dead minimum six thousand for one or two lineups, Boho can he T twenty again this year? Sure, why not? He's he's done it in the past, so he did it last year. Um, you know, again to round out a top heavy lineup. Sure, I ended up doing more sickles than I thought here. Pretty strong field, so you get some nice guys below seven k. Uh, but in general, I wouldn't go insane hammering guys down there this week. Uh, there's too many guys in the mid-tier. That, that seven-tier range I really like. Um, just Honda Classic, again, mentioned that correlation, especially in the mid-low sevens. I love it. Um, so enjoy the Memorial this week, guys. One of my favorite tournaments of the year. Again, coverage could be spotty over the summer between travel, wedding planning, and whatnot. Um, so I apologize in advance for that. Again, just doing this for now. Uh on the side uh, during the, you know, times when we were trying to grow our business, uh, my partner just had a baby. So it's been very, very crazy around the blatant HQ lately, supply chain wreaking havoc, but still uh, love this as a passion and 
even if that's all it is for now, I, I true, uh, truly enjoy sharing it with you guys. So hopefully uh, we found a couple of tips for you this week. Uh, enjoy the tournaments and have a milkshake for Uncle Jack this week at the Memorial. Cheers and be well.